Lights are on, baby. A lot of clapping going on. As you can see, I am in the beautiful confines of the Delta Sky Club. Heading to Cincinnati. We're going to Cincinnati. I'm so excited to head back to the stomping grounds this afternoon and spend some time with the Roar Agency and uh, just glad to be back in the natty. I, you know, it's kind of interesting. Uh, we've had a couple of bad days of weather in South Florida, but guaranteed 100% chance of rain in Cincinnati. So. Yeah, and cold, and cold, of course, yeah. welcoming, welcoming me back to the Midwest right. and to that cold weather, of course. Right, right. So uh, shout out to Christian White, who is first one in the house. And uh, thank you for your kind uh, comments on my presentation last night. I have received fabulous feedback so uh love when new content hits hard and you guys are a fantastic audience for me so thank you was was really thrilled to share carrie mcwright is here um she was one that i saw the invite that she was coming in i said jump in i will shout you out good morning i carrie. love it welcome welcome to, to the, the huddle carrie Welcome to the huddle. As people come in, they will be introducing themselves. This is the best networking event on the internet. You know why? Because I said so. That's because we said it is. That's right. There's no doubt about it. Right? It is the best. So uh, um, good stuff. Actually, I met Carrie. She's one of the true family people. So she saw me speak when I was in Nashville. Uh, but I think she comes from Chicago, so she is also experiencing, as is the whole country, experiencing a little downturn in weather, seeing cooler temperatures across the country, but not in South Florida. <laughs> yeah, you sound like you're on the Today Show, offering up some weather. Like, I love it. <laughs> Al well, Roker in the house. <laughs> well, here's why. Today is the official first day of fall. Ah, and it feels like it down here in South Florida. It's definitely wet and uh, things are starting to change down here a little bit. So I love the interaction of people doing stuff. Welcoming and, uh, her. I love the fact that people are like, welcome, Carrie. Let's go. That a way to welcome people into the community. Way to welcome. So for those who want to know what today's concept and content is about, we will be talking about storytelling. You know, when we were kids, you always said to your parents, hey, tell me a story. Tell me a bedtime story. Tell me a fairy tale. We're going to talk about all that kind of stuff this morning. It is a direct take out of what I spoke about to the audience last night at United Way. But before we do that, as we do every morning, wake up Wednesday. love what we're about to talk about so before we do that you know i like to see what other people are posting and then share it here because there's good stuff all over the place if you're really looking for a place to you know put 
good content in, which I think it's what goes in is exactly what's come out. Uh, show me the post that our friend Lewis Oliver, ex-Dolphin Great, did. Um, he posts this on Instagram, and I love his content. Um, he's a crazy man, great entrepreneur. Frog decided to reach the top of a tree. All the frogs shouted, it's impossible. Still, the frog reached the top. How? Because the frog was deaf, and he thought everyone was encouraging him. The lesson, be deaf to negative thoughts if your aim is to reach your goal. Kudos to my friend, Lewis. Fantastic. I love it. That's fantastic job. post. What was that? He told the story. The story has sure. a hero. The story has a lesson. Fantastic, fantastic stuff. So uh, thank you for doing that. Shout out to our friend Sally Katz, who is coming, coming in was from, from Philly. From Philly. So Sally is a friend of Helen's forever. They went to like elementary school together. She was our host when we went to the Jersey Shore. Um, she reached out to Helen last night and she was wearing a Tell Me Something Good shirt. That, that is a woman that knows how to dress, man. So I welcome, love that. Sally. Uh, thank you for hosting us. That was an amazing time that we plan on coming back. Um, I'm going to shift the gears a little bit. I'm going to start out with motivational music for this Wednesday because, you know, we learned about stories from our teachers. So this morning's music is about being the teacher's pet. Gotta love that movie. <laughs> it's so good. I was so excited to play that song this morning. I was ripping through stuff yesterday, and that one just stuck because you know we do owe a debt of gratitude to our teachers who told us stories, taught us a lot about influence and belief and knowledge, and also then uh, you, you hear that song and uh, the next verse, which I had uh, I had asked Shay to play, but it didn't play, was when um, the girl goes and blasts. You know, oh, like a yeah. Rita Franklin type of stuff, which is just insane. Yeah. So um, so let me tell you another story now, because today is going to be all about storytelling. So I'm going to read this to you. Jay, I don't know if you have the graphic for this, <clears> but, um, you know, car companies spend a lot in advertising. 
So GM spends upwards of $3 billion in advertising. Ford, 2.5. Toyota, Honda, BMW, all in the $1.5 billion. But our friends at Tesla? Goose egg. Goose egg, baby. <laughs> Zero dollars on advertising. Zero. Shay, do we have this graph or no? Zero point no, zero. Okay. It was in there, but you missed it. Okay. We, we won't. Uh, not, not a big deal. Elon Musk hates advertising. Advertising is paid for them to do that. Social media, if done right, you know, genuine and authentic, is as credible as it gets because it's third-party endorsement. It's me telling you what I think and I like without being endorsed and without being paid. So um, Elon's takeaway was that instead of spending $3 billion to compete in the advertising world, I'm going to take that $3 billion, I'm going to invest it back into the products, and I'm going to rely on the fact that when we make great products – they will sell themselves through the users using them and sharing that with other people and word of mouth marketing, which we've talked a ton about before in the past. So fantastic segue because the word of mouth, like what you hear in this huddle, like many of you probably didn't know this story about how Elon Musk thinks and what he does. You can take the information from this, go share it with your audience and the story lives. Ah, there it is. <laughs> Thank you, Shay. Um, so here's a quote from Elon, which is so fantastic. And if you break it down, the balance of power is shifting toward the consumer and away from the companies. The right way to respond to this is to put the vast majority of your energy, attention, and dollars into building great products and services. Wow. Unbelievable. Mark, how much does on the ball venture spend in advertising? Absolutely zero. And I, that, <laughs> so I, and when you have this conversation about advertising and like, you know, Greg Goldstein says shot to the heart from the marketing guy, you, you have to adapt. What, what Elon is saying is that I'm not going to invest in the rat race of paid media of getting impressions through TV commercials, whether that be through digitally or through cable and through billboards, what I'm going to do is I'm going to find other ways to get my message in front of people. Marketing is still alive and well, but what tactics are you using in order to create marketing? Our live Noodleberg daily huddle is a marketing tool. People's podcasts, people's blogs, in the world that we live in today, in the content marketing world, there are so many other ways to get eyeballs on who you are, what you're about, to tell a story, right? That is the ultimate way. That's the shift from old school tactics to new school tactics. And I put a post out about it today. I believe that automation belongs to marketing and personalization belongs to sales, Right. And so when you differentiate between the customer journey, right, the customer journey is going to include automation and personalization in different ways. Sales should handle personalization and, and marketing should handle automation. Shay, you beat me to the punch. First of all, shout out to our friend, uh, CEO of JA, Lori Salarillo, for a big win last night. We got the money from Broward County. You go, girl. Way to go to support 
teaching kids how to do all this stuff. So congratulations to you and to Andrew Koenig, who, who took his time and went and presented to the Broward Commission. I'll post it this morning now. Super proud of both of you guys. That's the culmination of a lot of hard work. Great stuff. But to your point, Lori, nonprofits don't have the money to advertise. You market through the people that are involved. There's 55 people on the board. The people I spoke to last night, 60 volunteers for United Way, all serious people in the community, you know, Tracy Miller, you know, being, you know, one of them, um, Allison Cagnetta being among them. Those are the people responsible for taking the message and taking it to the streets. So I know you're going to laugh and I know Jake will laugh and Helen will laugh, but I wrote about it in my book. (laughs) <laughs> I wrote about it in my book and here's the chapter the Paul Revere method you know the Paul Revere method costs nothing but the time and energy to go and shout the message out as many times as, as you can Mr. DeBrito I agree with you fantastic looking forward to seeing you on our ultimate night out we'll have all the boys there playing and, and doing but the Paul Revere method is he didn't go down the street saying Hey, by the way, the British are coming. I'm not going to tell you. The British are coming. I'm not going to tell you. He told everybody. And I tell everybody. And my job is to give people the story so that they can go tell somebody else. That's what really good marketing is, educating people. So I want to show you bits and pieces of what we did yesterday in the presentation. Started out by what is storytelling? So uh, basically, it it describes the social and cultural activity of sharing what's on your mind. You know, sometimes it's sharing stories, sharing. Right. It's just sharing antidotes. Every culture has its own story. Every family has its own story. Every business has its own story. A lot of times we get into a business. We're going to be with the Roar family. You know, we're going to talk to them about, hey, what's your story? And what's the point of the story, right? Is it to entertain? Is it to educate? Is it to instill a value or a moral? Like that to me is like, we've got an unbelievable tool here with video, right? Whether you're using it in marketing, whether you're using it in sales, whether you're using it internally as a leadership tool, this is a storytelling tactic or this is a storytelling tool that allows you to communicate but if you don't know why you're communicating it and you don't know how to blend the elements of entertainment and education and instilling the the values you're 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 missing the mark so you know paid advertising is forced it's not real it's hard to really connect with did you really believe that tiger woods was driving a buick no that was complete horseshit so shay show me the art of powerful storytelling so um you're and i highlighted in red you know you have to influence teach and inspire you know when people interact with our brand we want them to have a positive takeaway we want them to feel good about who we are what we do how we do it why we do it all of that kind of stuff and so it's all about the experiential side of things which is what you can connect to you know and connecting people you know to a story they go away and then they are now educated to tell somebody else so um there should be your goal in every communication is three things shay show me 
Your goal in every communication is to influence your target audience to change their current attitude, belief, knowledge, and behavior. My role as a parent was to help shape your attitudes, your Mm -hmm. beliefs, your knowledge, and your behavior. You're free to go make your own decision once I do that. But your responsibility as a leader, your responsibility as a sales professional, your responsibility as a human being is to tell the story. And I I think that people get hung up on like, well, not everything has a story. And to me, every time I stepped in front of the team, like to me, like if I were to tell you, you know, what, what scheme we were running in a week on in a football game, what's the story behind that? Right. Well, I would create a story every week. And that story always involved the why. Right. It wasn't just about what we were going to do. It was why we were going to do it here. Let me introduce to you our opponent. Let me introduce to you who they are, what they're about. Let me show you some clips of them. Let me show you why we're going to do and talk about why we're going to do the things we're going to do. And now let me teach you about the thing that we're going to do so that they had a very good understanding and belief in what we do. Right. They had a great attitude about it because they felt good about it. And they had a great understanding so that I could influence their behavior to want to do the thing we wanted to do in order to be successful in the game. It's no different in sales, right? Like once you get past that relationship and I've influenced you on that, you like me and I like you, how do I tell you the story about our company and why we're the right fit or why we could be a right fit? Because I got into this conversation last week with a potential client who wanted me to, to explain to her why I was the right fit. And I said, I'm not going to do that. I said, I've already communicated why we're value, what our value is and why I think you're a fit for us. I would never make the decision that I'm a fit for you. You have to make that decision right. with the information that I've Bingo. given you. Bingo. I, I love that. I want to make sure to shout out Eric Ross. Eric Man. Ross is part of uh, 212 Benefits in Jacksonville, who uh, I am discussing kicking off their year in January with them. So, uh, Eric, thank you for your contribution, for your support. I love what you're doing in Great storyteller. You are a great storyteller. And here's the thing. In life, no matter what you do, if you figure out your story, take the time to build it. What's the plot? Where's the suspense? What's the, you know, tell me the guts of, and if you think about this, every time you meet somebody new, if you ask them this simple question, hey, what's your story? They're going to generally tell you where they're from, how they, you know, what, what they do for a living, what, what challenges, what they're proud of, what their accomplishments are, you know, so all of those things. And I know Dee had asked about this. Dee Robinson had asked about this a long time ago, and I touched on it. But it's so important because telling stories is a responsibility. Yeah. You know, the book that I was in, which now you're going to be in, um, the, you know, I wrote about my grandfather. I have great memories of the times with my grandfather, who, by the way, broke my balls every single day because he said, he told me stories of how he grew up and he said, every time I knock you down, you're going to get up stronger. And Mark, why don't you talk about your story 
that you're writing about in that book with Scott McGregor. Yeah, so I was privileged and shout out to Scott McGregor for including me in the list of authors on that book. But I got the opportunity to pay tribute. I chose to pay tribute to my dad. And while the what I paid tribute to my dad for was a quality that he instilled in me, the way I went about showing people that was through a specific story, right? I told one story about a trip that we took, about a trip that we took and, and what we did and where we went and how the value of that and what came from that was a result of the things that he had instilled in me. And that was the story. And I want to, I want to go back to like the, the way I craft my story to somebody else is all about my active listening in their story because tribalism is about creating a shared connection, a shared experience. And so the way I draw connections between somebody else and myself is I'm actively listening to what they're sharing and what their story is. And I dive deeper to find out more about them so that I can figure out what about me and what about my story relates to them so that I can pull that out. I'm not giving them the encyclopedia of Mark Nudelberg's life. I'm pulling out the specific things that relate to those people so that I can draw a connection between them and have the opportunity to build a relationship. That's what tactical relationship building is at the top of the funnel. So, you know, if you understand the responsibility of the story on the ball has a story, every business has a story. How did it get started? Why did it get started? What problem did you solve? That sharing that information is what the new world of selling is. There is no, Hey, I got this product and I'll discount it. And so you can buy it. That world is done. That world is over. And if you look at the people in this huddle, they are here because they want to be part of a tribe. They want to be part of something. And when you're part of something, there's a story that holds you together. Winning teams have a story of what brought them together. A lot of times, and Shakespeare taught us this, it's tragedy. It's something bad that changes the momentum, changes the story. And so I love listening, learning, and uh, look at Jeremy Riddle, man. Yeah. So, but so what you said there is that the story changes. Yeah. We're not telling the same story about on the ball that we were telling 15 years ago, right? Your story changes every, so like that to me is, if you're telling the same story from when the company was, you know, from inception, you're missing the mark. It's outdated. Everything has to evolve. Your story, the company's story, it all has to evolve with the time so that it matches and fits the environment. So thank you all for being part of our story. Our Nudelberg Daily Huddle is a phenomenon unto itself. You know it. Share this story with people you know. Everybody can bring one more person to the party. Influence, change beliefs, knowledge equals power. Let's get down to business. We will see you tomorrow from Cincinnati. Let's go. Mama, please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. My friends keep telling me to leave this. So let's get down, let's get down to business. Let's get down, let's get down to business Give you one more night, one more night to get this We've had a million, million, 